have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of an My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Alpha. <laughs> That's so like me. But thanks to the guys, my team, they said, ah, just say, say something else, don't always use the hello and welcome. So that's why the how far thing came, came about. It's unlike me, I know, I know. This is Memo of a Ninja Girl. How are you today? I am fine. Um, the week, the month, this January, I think is so slow. But as always, January is a snail month. Maybe because we have all spent our money on dirty december you know but whatever it is january take your time you know what time it is this is memoir of a ninja girl o'clock my name is helen first of all memoir of a ninja girl got b-board adverts in lagos and i am so happy about it we need the reach because this podcast is full is a full content like we got really nice content and um we don't want to be stingy so let's give it out so let's people know um about us and about what we're doing you know we need the reach because you know it's actually very good for the brand and um, if you've been listening from day one you know what i'm talking about we talk about relatable um topics here you know everything that has to do with you that has to do with me and we always share ideas so on today's episode we are going to learn more about ourselves, about our body. Physiotherapy is a voodoo science. It can help you. Relax. Don't blink yet. I know, I know, I know. Don't go there. Every time you hear voodoo, you're like, okay, are they doing jazz? No, we're not doing jazz. As I said, a voodoo science. Okay, whatever that is, you should know science is not juju. <laughs> so I am taking you somewhere. A nice place, actually. My guest, Mrs. Aurore Ajibike, is a physiotherapist and she is the owner of PhysioAid. This episode is for everyone and not gender biased, you know, like you just feel like, oh, this is just, this is not for me. I'm a guy, I'm a lady. This is not a gender biased um, episode because good health, no, no gender or culture. What does it? Let, let's get into this episode. Too much talk, eh? You know, on the full basket. Ah. So let's get into it. Ah, this episode is, yeah. Yeah, I have with me Mrs. Aurore. 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 Okay, Ajibike. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And she is the CEO of PhysioAid. You know, that's like physiotherapy because I'm talking about that today. To understand in a layman's um, word. Because there is a misunderstanding about what physiotherapy is in Nigeria. You know, some people will say, ah, oh, is it not just giving massage? You know, so would you put us through, can you explain to us um, in a layman's um, world? Okay, so physiotherapy is a science and is an art. Okay. Basically, what, I mean, physiotherapy is about caring for ailments using physical means like massage, exercise, uh, light energy, energy from electricity, energy from um, water, physical things, our hands, you know, 
we are not we use minimally i mean we, we don't use any um medication or very 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 minimal amount of medication so physiotherapy um is a skilled job really it's not just uh, you come you see um, the physiotherapist you tell a physiotherapist your symptoms and they prescribe medications for you or prescribe exercise so it goes beyond the massage mm. and it cuts across every aspect of medicine in um, in um, orthopedics, we have um, relevance in pediatrics, in um, caring for the elderly, we have relevance in um, surgery, right. you know, from chest physiotherapy before surgery to helping a patient to walk after surgery to post-operative uh, chest physiotherapy is quite wide, but it has relevance in every aspect of um, of medicine is not just about massage mm -hmm. is beyond massage massage is not just i mean physiotherapy massage is like um a course under oh, physiotherapy okay but there is a lot to it and then all aimed at caring for um a patient's need using physical means okay how did you even find yourself in that profession okay. by the way uh, okay yeah so i remember when i was in secondary school um our chapel back then our reverend in the chapel invited his friend he used to invite people from time to time to come and talk to us about careers so this man came he's a physiotherapist and he talked about physiotherapy and said um a lot about the profession but what caught my attention was that one of the prerequisites of uh, study physiotherapy uh, is i mean one of the subjects you have to pass of course you have to do your normal english maths physics chemistry biology but when i just heard i wouldn't have to do further maths oh. I, I was so happy so but you know i forgot all about it until when I wrote, my mom always wanted me to be a doctor. I remember back then she would tell me, oh, I went to UCH today and I saw doctors, uh, young doctors in their ward coats and they are looking so smart. I remember in her lifetime before she passed, because she passed when I was in SS1, she had bought the gas, that I, the tabletop gas you, that she said, oh, it's for you when you enter into. So when I feel the two jam attempts i made i will feel um, a medicine first choice microbiology second choice knowing fully well that if i don't enter for medicine if i enter for microbiology i can change back so by the second attempt um i knew i didn't want to do microbiology because i now got to know later that it may not be quite easy for me to change back to medicine so one day i sat with a cousin of mine that was studying pharmacy and I, you know i know that cousin a cousin of mine and he said oh if you are not doing microbiology why don't you do physiotherapy? i mean doing medicine if you are you are not able to go in for medicine why not do physiotherapy and now remembered okay so that was it that was how i got into physiotherapy <laughs> so i told my uncle that was helping with the admission he's a professor of medicine 
So I said, I want to study physiotherapy. He said, ah, how did you get to know about this? Oh. I said, well, I sat down with so-so-so and we talked about it and that's it. And he told me, he said, well, the HOD there is my boss in the faculty. If you really, you are interested in the course, once you come going, there's no changing to medicine. Hmm. So you go in, you go in. So think about it very well. And I thought about it. And in fact, he told me to go and meet Prof, uh, the professor of physiotherapy myself, and tell him I'm interested. So, and that's how I was admitted. How interesting is this course? Ah, very interesting. <laughs> physiotherapy is very, very interesting. You know, when we were in school, you know, for students, it was difficult for us to see a lot of the things we are seeing now. Back then, I remember uh, the pay for medical personnel, just personnel generally was very, very bad. I remember my HOD then had a B2, huh. a Volkswagen car. And any day the vehicle decides to break down, all of us students, we have to help him push it. Push. And apart from my HOD, maybe one other person had a car. The other ones didn't have cars. They, they didn't look fulfilled. They didn't look... Hmm. If I remember one of them said back then that a television, a set of TV was, uh, I mean, used to cost about 14000 and their, their salary is just a little above that, you know. So, you know, now we see the beauty of the course. Physiotherapy is very interesting. There's nothing that beats the fact that you see a patient, especially for people that have had uh, some sort of paralysis, unable to stand, unable to sit, mm. and then you are able to rehabilitate the patient, they are able to sit, they are able to stand, they are able to walk, they are able to get their lives back. Mm. There's nothing that uh, is more interesting, you know, it's so interesting, um, you see results, you understand. Yes, a lot of the things we do involves a lot of patients, but you get results. So it's very, very interesting. But to a layman, if you don't really know what we do, you will say it's boring, but it's very, very interesting. It's very, you know, and there are different aspects of physiotherapy. There's sports physiotherapy, you get to work with, uh, uh, with athletes, uh -huh. uh, club. You know, like uh, we have some of our colleagues that work with uh, the national team. One of them is retired. He told me how many countries he was able to visit, you know, in his life. I mean, while he was in service, you know. So it's a very interesting course. Yeah. As a physiotherapist, what kind of situation have you confronted, you know, from your client? Hmm. Uh, well... There is a, there is a lot, you know, the problem, the major, major problem I seem to have is the limited knowledge mm. of the of an average individual about what we do. You know, you have the problem of convincing, even in quotes, very enlightened people Absolutely. about what you do. Like um, there are some patients, they have pain. You tell them this pain can be managed without surgery. Mm. Some of them have been out of the country. They come with the grammar. They come with the referral. And you tell them this is manageable. You can manage it and, you know, you, they, you keep on at it until maybe some of them, okay, they will give in. Okay, let's give it a try. 
and they get better. But some, no matter what you say, they just feel that, oh, if a doctor, a professor in the U.S. is saying this, saying that, and you, you are in one corner of Nigeria and you are telling me this is treatable without surgery, I would like. So the major challenge is the is uh, the, the, the awareness mm. in Africa. It's, it's, it has improved over the years, but the awareness is not so, 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 so uh, good. Let me, let me chip in. Um, do you think doctors are quick to administer or ask you to go do surgeries? I think yes. You know, um, unfortunately, in Nigeria today, mm. we have few medical schools training physiotherapists. For those that are training physiotherapists, fellow medical students, year one, year two, year three, will be in the same class with medical doctors. Oh, okay. Before everybody will go to their separate. separate. Yeah. So those ones, we have a, some kind of orientation that, oh, there's a course called physiotherapy. And then I remember back then when I used to work in the teaching hospital, they send them to our department for a posting. So they would do it like a uh, maybe two weeks or one month posting to in, in physiotherapy to know what physiotherapy is all about, to know what physiotherapists do, to know what cases they can send to physiotherapists. But not all medical schools train physiotherapists. Not all doctors know all what physiotherapists can do. Mm. Some may just think, oh, pain, yes, physiotherapists can help. But some may think that, oh, when it gets to this level, physiotherapists are not able to help. You understand? So yes and no. Some are able to, um, if, if, if there's a place where they have good referral system. And in Nigeria, the best hospitals where they have good, uh, public hospitals are the uh, teaching hospitals, general hospitals, you know. Whilst the doctors they see, I mean, are seeing you, they send you to a physiotherapist and then the physiotherapists are also working alongside, mm. you know. The, the work of managing a patient is, um, is an all-round thing. Well, should we just say that it's because the doctors are trying to make money for themselves? Yes, sometimes. Mm. Sometimes, yeah. So um, there are some, uh, you know, like I tell people, uh, the work of uh, healthcare is really a work of conscience. That's why, you know, we swear an oath. But in spite of that, you discover that some people, they are in the practice to make money. Mm. You understand? So I think so, though not in all cases. Let's look at your clientele, you know. Mm -hmm. Are they mostly females or males? Ah, it cuts across. Really? Male and mostly female. Mm. Mostly, when it comes to the elderly, most of them are female. Most of them are female. Mm. Um, males, well, not so many of them. Not so; they are mostly females. Why yeah. is that? The reason is because um, women we go through a lot. Hormonal changes. When a woman enters menopause, uh, some hormones are no longer there that will help with a reduction of inflammation if there is an injury. Um, and then we women, hormonal changes will also make us grow bigger. Mm. You understand? So in later years, you are going to start having issues with uh, one or two joints, maybe the knees, you know, the ankle, the back. 
So that's a, a second reason. Then another reason is that uh, women generally, when we are younger, we tend to take care of every other person but ourselves. So, and you know, when the uh, ages start, uh, you know, creeping in, all the things we, neglect, we neglected to do, we now have to start addressing, huh. you know. So, I think uh, majorly that's why, that's why you have a lot of, um, I mean, you have more women coming for physical therapy than men, uh -huh. mm -hmm. especially when the ages are advancing. So men, a lot of men, you know, they, they hardly have issues. They you hardly know? have issues. They hardly. Yeah, it's not that they don't have. Yes, we have patients that have a stroke and go. And you know, nowadays the ages are even dropping. Hmm. But uh, when it comes to pain, we t tend to take care of women more than men. Hmm. From my own practice. Do you, what about young people? And nowadays, we are beginning to have young people. Now, children, there are some things that are peculiar. That, you know, there are some back injuries that will make a child need physiotherapy. Like uh, when a child's birth weight is B, I mean, is high, and they have to kind of a little, I mean, there's a little assistance on, um, I mean, to help the baby out um, via normal delivery and they pull on the hands, most of the time, such children come with some level of paralysis of that particular oh. hand. So when they are babies, we have a lot of them coming for physiotherapy. Then cerebral palsy, you know, that's the late developmental. I mean, that's a, a, there has been an injury to the immature brain, and then the child is unable to achieve certain developmental milestone you know as expected so in that case such children too they come for physiotherapy hmm. you understand in our part of the world we don't have uh, children uh, going into athletics going into sports early but in developed countries where you even um, start uh, training children when they are young like serena and uh, venus for instance they started training to be uh, long tennis players, players when they were young so they must have been um they must have had um, some experience or the other with the physiotherapists when they have sports injuries so we have a lot of in the early ages yes we do but uh, nowadays uh, with the use of gadgets phones laptops a uh, bad posture and everything we are now having middle-aged people mm. coming for physiotherapy for neck pain upper back pain, low back pain, and, and the like. And then the relative uh, sedentary lifestyle. You understand? That's one of the things we have to also look into. Nowadays, a lot of, with COVID, yeah. there's a lot of uh, increase in remote jobs. Mm. So a lot of uh, chairs that a lot of people, in fact, some don't even sit down on chairs. Some sit down practically on their bed, and they have to crouch in one corner and walk for, you know, long hours in that position. So. We have middle-aged people, but from time, eh, elderly people are most of most of the time uh, the large number of cases we see. Yeah, you understand. Elderly people are most of the time the large number of cases we see. So.
You know, they, they say that Africans don't do exercises. Africans mm. don't walk, for example. Mm. You know, what, what is the uh, importance of doing this? Um, not the rigorous exercise, for, for sure. The simple exercises for t physiotherapy. Mm. Because I know sometimes you say, oh, you have to do this, you have to do some exercise and things like that mm. so what is the importance of doing this or yeah. is it that in our, in this part of the world because we don't walk a lot we don't do all these you know minimal exercises mm. is that why we are having this pain that we are having right now okay it's um um there are a lot of we have to look at it. there are a lot of reasons why people don't walk um number one the relative safety of our roads all right you understand uh, you are walking and there's uh, an okada around there's korope there's you know you have to contest with those ones on the road and then security kidnap you know you want to go to work if you want to really walk you have to wake up very early to walk or walk late in the night safety mm. so um exercise is very very important like i tell a lot of people walking is the safest form of exercise mm. Is the safest form of exercise. If you get to walk 30 minutes a day, one hour a day, you've done a lot for yourself as an individual. And even if it is not every day, even if it is three times a week, you have exercised uh, the muscles of your legs, the muscles of your arms, though you are not fully, uh, you are, your arms are swinging, but uh, your legs are definitely, then particularly your cardiovascular system. So exercise is good, and uh, like I tell people, it's, it's always good for you to be practical about what works for you. Hmm. You can walk in your house, and you have, with uh, technology now, you have a step counter, you have wristwatches that would count the number of steps you've made. So if you are able to walk up and down, pace in your sitting room or your bedroom, up and down, and you're able to do about 3,000 steps, wow, you've done a lot. Hmm. So exercise, lack of exercise, yes, definitely leads to ones, I mean, a lot of diseases, mm. cardiovascular related diseases, you understand. Um, of course, weight gain is a part of the problem. And then you know that uh, uh, hypertensive heart disease, you know, is a challenge. Diabetes, diabetes, you know, is a black man's disease in quotes. So when you look at it, when you exercise a lot of these things and you exercise uh, I mean, regularly and you have started that lifestyle of exercise early enough, maybe when you are young, you have been into it, then you are able to keep some of these diseases away one way or the other. In this age and time of Jackma, I'm sure you're looking at me mm. and you know what I, where I'm going to or where that is headed to. Yeah. In the medical profession, yeah. how come you haven't thought of going abroad to make more money and have some peace of mind? You know, UK is looking for more people in the medical field, Mrs. Aurore. Definitely. I like the smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are reasons. Um, number one, age. Mm. I'm in my middle age. I'm almost uh, 50, soon to be 50. My children are now going abroad to school. And however way you want to see it, when you relocate, or when you, I relocated from Ife. I used to work in Ife teaching hospital. I came back to Lagos. I mean, I came to join my husband in Lagos. 
and I will tell you, it took me some years mm. to learn to live in Lagos. I never lived in Lagos. I didn't school in Lagos. I have relatives I used to visit in Lagos, but not very regularly. So it took me time to understand Lagos, how to make money. Mm. You know, two things happened to me. I came from a paid employment. I started um, a, a practice. Then I came from a relatively known environment to a place where I never knew, I never lived, where I didn't school, you know. So when you relocate, yes, jackpot, 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 it will take some time for you to settle down. Mm. Now, you don't want to go and then um, you already have, your children may not be schooling in the same country you are going to. And then you are trying to settle down and at the same time trying to look for money to pay other universities in other parts of the country, I mean, other parts of the, the world, world, in dollars or pounds or whatever. So those are the, some of my own reasons of not uh, thinking of jackpying now. Yes, it's good to work. And then another thing is, I've spoken to one or two of my friends, and I discovered that, yes, they make the money, hmm. but they spend the money too. The they, 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 they taxes, high cost of living, you know, in Nigeria, you pay your rent once in a year. Yeah. Equivalent of what you are paying in a it's year. They pay every month. They pay every month. You understand? And there are no shortcuts. In Nigeria, if your gas is uh, finished, you can bring out your stove. But there are no shortcuts. And those societies are so structured that if um, you are not careful, you just be on that average of being able to afford the basic things of life, but you are not able to... To save. To save. Mm -hmm. You are not even able to, to take, a, <laughs> take vacation because you are working extra as anyway when others are on vacation. You are not able to, to grow beyond that level. So um, life is not, a, not just about making money. You know, you want to plan retirement. You want to have um, some things in place that should work for you when you retire yes apart from investment having a practice is one of the things you know you can do to plan for the future so when you look at it at the end of the day you you have to think back you know and consider your your decision on whether to go go out or not but for the younger people mm -hmm. i myself encourage them the reason is because in the in nigeria the best employer huh. of physiotherapists till date is the federal government okay yeah how is that that's just the way it is they pay more they pay more they pay most except some very few private hospitals oh. you understand <laughs> but you see the way the the system is even if the private hospital is trying to offer you a, a better pay than your colleagues in the federal government owned hospitals it is it only means that they are paying their doctors to almost the same uh -huh, you know uh -huh. so i know they are paying their doctors better than those ones in the government owned hospitals too. so when you look at it and then to get government jobs in nigeria now you know what it is you know people either you, you know, know senator that knows somebody uh, you yeah. know so when you look at it for an average person that's just coming out of school you are trying to start off life and then um, you are not finding it easy to get a job you do interviews, but already they know they will pick. pick right. You understand? So why not go to a place where at least 
there's still going to be relatively, I mean, there will be a relative fair chance of you getting a job without knowing anybody. Mm. At least there's merit is still considered. So right. I encourage a lot of young people to go out, get the experience, practice there, but at least some of them should look back and come back home mm. and empower the ones that are coming behind. If, if uh, for example, a private-owned hospital refer you now mm. to come in to help one of their patients, do mm. they take uh, a percentage? Of course. They do? They do. Okay. They do. I tell anybody. I've been thinking about that, actually. Ah, like, yes. Do they take a percentage? Ah, they take. And some of them, if you are not careful, they want to even take a percentage more than the one you're taking. Okay. You understand? They do. They do. An average person, an average private hospital or private practice is out to make money. That's just the way it is. An average private hospital is out to make money. Is it like 50-50? Sometimes. Uh, no. There are some fair ones they will do 30-70. You understand? Yeah. Some will do 50-50. Oh some will even give you 40. But most of the time they won't disclose to you. Mm. You understand the hair, especially when you have good skills. So they leverage on that, you know, milk the patient dry and pay you stipends. Hmm. You understand? There, there is one I got to know and I discontinued working for them. That's, that's fair. You know, so, so that's it. Do you feel bad that, I mean, I know that in all medical fields, you know, uh, one time I spoke with a psychiatrist and he, I, I, I totally forgot. And I just said, oh, mister, I said, doctor. <laughs> you know it just it literally just said doctor and somehow i was like oh yeah, yeah i mean it's a doctor right so i should just say doctor but i just forgot myself do you feel bad that people don't call physiotherapist doctor no but why is it so different because uh, it's is as you know you know you know like i tell people i am glad i studied physiotherapy i would choose physiotherapy again and again I don't know if I became a doctor. I don't know what field I would have loved to work. You understand? I don't feel bad. I had a friend, for instance, who was studying physiotherapy together. I think she left in our third year to study medicine. He's a doctor now. They are a physiotherapist. Yes, to earn a doctor, I mean, to become a doctor. The program, there are some programs that will soon start in Nigeria. The physiotherapy program in Nigeria will soon be upgraded to a six-year program where you come out as a doctor of physiotherapy mm. and then but for now for you to become a doctor of physiotherapy you either do your master's and then do your doctorate degree in nigeria or you sign up with some um, dpt program doctor of physiotherapy programs but i'm not sure we have any one of them in nigeria now. i don't feel bad huh. even if people don't even know that i'm a physiotherapist i don't even feel bad I think first thing is, is the person. I think it's just an average Nigerian. We like titles. Right. Uh -huh. So I don't feel well, I, just, I was a little bit shocked because I mean, yeah. I, I don't mean to disrespect yeah. anyone, yeah. but I was just like, okay, I'm so sorry that I didn't have that one. Okay. So. <laughs> this episode is going to be in two parts. The part one is this one that we just spoke about, physiotherapy, the voodoo science, and the advantage and what these physiotherapy can actually do for you do for your health and your well-being next week we're going to talk about 
um, the point where you no longer can get your period. That's menopause stage because honestly, sometimes you have this cramp and you're like, okay. Some women really have it very hard. We'll talk about that next week. And as I said earlier, this is not a um, an episode where you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to listen to this. I'm a lady. I'm a guy. I don't get, I would never get menopause. But listen, you would get married. You would have friends. You need to understand the way that women the way that our body is, the hormones, and you're going to have um, situations where you have to be strong for your spouse. That is it on today's episode. Uh, my guest, Mrs. Ajibike Arore, she's such an amazing guest, and she's shedding light to these things, and I'm so happy that she's here with us. Uh, next week, we would um, talk more about the menopause stage and how physiotherapy is actually good for you, whether you're young and your or your hold. Uh, my name is Helen. Uh, my social media Helen dot love dot twenty three on Instagram Helen dot Mwang M O A N G. Please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us everywhere. Uh, podcast is available on all um, streaming platforms. Please rate, like, drop a comment or two, and tell your friends and everyone about this podcast. I'll see you next week. I am a Nigerian lady. Who knows someone that knows someone and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of an My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk.